You are listening to a Victory Alabang podcast. It's Halo Halo Sama Sama, Victory's 2014 Volunteer Week. Discover how all of us can use our God-given gifts and talents to minister and serve God and His people. In this message by Pastor Sol Huang. I have the privilege of preaching this time about volunteerism. Volunteerism. Say this with me. Halo Halo Sama Sama. Yan. Probably you're wondering what's this halo halo sama sama, right? I mean, you've, see, you've seen the banners around, but of course, if you really get to uh, get a closer look, you'll see Volunteer Week 2014. Um, I'm part of the worship services and events, and the first time I saw this, I thought it was like you know menu ng food, mukhang halo halo at suman, parang ganon eh. But that's that's you know, basically the whole concept: halo halo sama sama. This volunteer week, all right. So I hope you're excited. I hope you're you're all ears today because we will find out, dig into scriptures, what the Bible says about serving. Amen. Now, one of the questions we need to ask ourselves tonight is this: What is a volunteer? All right. A is he someone who gets uh, paid for what he does, or B is he someone who gives freely? So, all you answering letter A, lift up your left arm. Wala, okay. Letter B, right arm. Okay, for you, do not lift up or raise your hand. This is the definition for you. I prepared no man. Okay lang. Alright, here it is. <laughs> What is a volunteer? He is someone who freely, without any legal obligation, chooses to act in recognition of a need. Galing, no? Uh, okay, ba? Did you understand? Did you get it? Yes. All right. You know, this reminds me of a story that I tell my kids. My kids—they're uh, no longer kids; they're adults. Excuse me. They're here. But I, I, I used to tell the story about these two friends. Okay, they're uh, longtime friends. They live in a farm. Okay, and uh, their names are Mr. Chicken and Mr. Pig. Okay, I tell them the story. It's just a funny story. But anyway, uh, Mr. Chicken and Mr. Pig, they've been long-time friends. Okay? They know each other. They love each other. One day, as they were walking in the farm, or not the farm, somewhere around the bushes. I don't know where they, you know. But anyway, they were walking, and they found this guy, this beggar guy, asking for food. Can you, can you, can you give me food? So they left the guy, and they were wondering, um, what do you think? Mr. Pig said, and Mr. Chicken said, um, you know what? I have an idea. Why don't we volunteer and give this man food? And then the, Mr. Pig says, oh, great idea, great idea. So he finally was processing that. As he was processing it, he said, oh, wait a minute. You know, Mr. Chicken, it's easy for you to say that because for you, it's an egg offering. And for me, it's total sacrifice. How many of you love eggs and bacon? I love this for breakfast, eggs and bacon. But, you know, pagka pig ka talagang total surrender, diba? sacrifice. For the chicken, is only egg, right? But the reality is, all of us are not too keen about volunteerism. Okay? Um, it's not uh, natural for us to volunteer, right? Am I talking to the right crowd? Yes, diba? Now, for example, if today the mayor of Muntinlupa would come here and said, 
you know, he comes up here and said, you know, at this very hour, I am looking for volunteers who will clean the streets of Muntinlupa. Can anyone volunteer? You never stop. Thank you. Be sure to take note of that person. We not, we want you. We need you, Muntinlupa. Okay, sweeping team. Okay, but you know, uh, here's another story. Here's here's the thing. Tomorrow is Monday, correct? And then you go to work. Okay, what if what if you're driving your car? It's 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 uh, you're in traffic, and then the 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 radio announcer goes. You know, is there anybody here who will volunteer? To go out and man the traffic. Any of you? So you get my point. The whole point is it's really not natural for all of us to volunteer. Right? That's why, you know, when we have a volunteer week or volunteer Sunday, volunteer weekend, it's some, some of the challenges that we face that, you know, do people really understand about volunteerism? Hopefully today... We'll be able to understand, you know, open, let God open our hearts and our minds so that we'll understand what it is to serve, okay, what is uh, the meaning to serve, right? So I'd like everybody to stand up on their feet, okay? You could do a little bit of your stretching, go ahead, you could exercise, sige, you and me stretch nga, okay? And turn with me to Romans chapter 12, verse 4 to 6, okay? In fact, if you don't have a Bible with me, with you rather, you could join me in reading this one. Can we all read this? Just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, in verse 5, so in Christ, we who are many form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace of given us. Let's just bow down our heads and pray. Father, thank you for your word. Lord, indeed, our prayer today, may we truly understand the heart to serve as a volunteer. Lord, thank you, God, for your holy presence that's here. We love you. We give you all the glory and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. You can take your seats now. All right. Wow. That's so nice. So nice to be up here. I get to see your faces because I'm always at the back, okay? My job is a worship services and events uh, pastor. That's what I do. So you always see me at the back most of the time. So now I get the chance to see you all in front. That's why I'm just looking at everybody, if somebody's sleeping around. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> all right. Did, did you ever ask this question when you entered, you know, our victory and then you were, did you ever ask this question, how in the world did these people come up with the worship services? Did you ever ask that question? You know, think about this. When you entered this assembly hall, probably somebody smiled at you, correct? And he, and says, welcome to victory. Diba? Welcome to victory. Thank you for coming. Welcome to victory. Thank you for coming. Walang ganun, diba? But, but somebody smiled at you today and ask, where can I, you know, can, can you have your seats here, blah, blah, blah. And those are what we call ushers, okay? So in fact, if you are an usher today, okay, can you just stand up? If you're standing up, great, just lift up your hand. Can you just give them a big hand? They're, they're doing a great job, okay? I just want to honor them. It's, uh, you know, um, uh, it's, it's really quite a challenge being, a, being an usher 
They take care of everything, prepare everything for you. They smile. And sometimes, you know, they don't get an appreciation. So, you know, let me just encourage you as well as, as you're coming in here. Just, just appreciate them. Thank you. Because they're volunteers. They're not paid. Amen? And if you talk about halo-halo sama-sama, what does this really mean? Okay? It's not the food. <laughs> Although, masarap ang halo-halo. Halo-halo means different things mixed together. Different things or different ingredients mixed together. When you talk about sama-sama, it means getting together. Did you get it? Different things mixed together, sama-sama, getting together. So in, in English, probably the best way to explain this is this. There is what we call there, unity in diversity. Amen. Now every year, we pause for a moment and just you know look into scriptures and study what God has to say about serving. And hopefully, we'll understand what it is about volunteerism. Okay? Now, Paul gives us a clear picture of how the church operates. Romans, just a quick background, okay? Romans 12 is a, is a um, sort of like a practical teaching that the Apostle Paul did for the, Rome, uh, the Roman church. Prior to that, the early chapters of Rome, Romans... Uh, we, uh, Paul actually puts in doctrinal teachings, okay? So the first few chapters, the first few chapters of Romans are doctrinal teachings. Then suddenly on verse, in chapter 12, Paul gives a practical guide on how the church operates. All right, let me just read. Romans 12, verse 4. Just as each one of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function. In other words, the church operates like a human body. It's quite amazing, right? I mean, that was to compare the church of God, the church of Christ to a human body. I mean, who would ever think of that? But the reality is this. Your body, as we are, you know, going through this service, all right? Your body has many systems. In fact, today, while you're seated there, your circulatory system is functioning, Correct? Your uh, cardiovascular system, I don't know, is working. Your perspiratory system, kung, if you're perspiring, okay? But I guess not because it's cold. Uh, the, what else? Uh, probably your, your, your lungs. Everything is functioning separately, independently, but yet they are together. Interesting, huh? And, and Paul was, was mentioning that the church of Christ should be like your body. It's quite interesting. Different functions, but yet together. Every system works independently, but works together to function properly. And that's the, that's the kind of unity of design that God made in our body. That's the exact replica, basically. No, not replica, but that's what Paul was saying. It ought to be like your body. So think about our church today, Okay. We have different people from different walks of life. How many of you are working? You have work in the offices. All right. How many of you are students? Okay. How many of you are in the education business? I mean, education career. You teach. All right. See, we got there. So you see, we have different things that we do, but yet we come together as a church, and that is the picture of what the Apostle Paul was saying. Amen? 
Now let's look, let's move on. In verse 5, the Bible says, So in Christ we, who are many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given us. You know, it's amazing, but all of us were given by God, or given gifts by God. God gave us gifts or different gifts to be what? A blessing. Um, I don't know if you remember the parable of the talents. Do you remember that? Yeah, the other one got five talents and then he immediately, you know, invested it and gained five more. The two talents, he, he also invested and then he gained two more, right? You all know that. But there's this one particular guy in that story, he was only given one talent. Guess properly. And that's the, that's the kind of unity of design that God made in our body. That's the exact replica, basically. No, not replica, but that's what Paul was saying. It ought to be like your body. So think about our church today, okay? We have different people from different walks of life. How many of you are working? You have work in the offices, all right? How many of you are students, Okay, how many of you are in the education business? I mean, education career. You teach. All right. See, we got there. So you see, we have different things that we do, but yet we come together as a church, and that is the picture of what the Apostle Paul was saying. Amen? Now let's, look, let's move on. In verse 5, the Bible says, So in Christ we, who are many form one body, and each member belongs to all the others, we have different gifts according to the grace given us. You know, it's amazing, but all of us were given by God, or given gifts by God. God gave us gifts, or different gifts, to be what? A blessing. Um, I don't know if you remember the parable of the talents. Do you remember that? Yeah, the other one got five talents, and then he immediately, you know, invested it and gained five more. The two talents, he, he also invested, and then he gained two more, right? You all know that. But there's this one particular guy in that story, he was only given one talent. Guess what he did? He kept it. And what was the response of the master? The master gave... Ten talents more to the, to the one who had five talents. And then the two talents, he gave, uh, I think, five more. But this guy that decided to keep his talent, his gift, this is what the master said to him, you wicked, lazy servant. You know, if you are given a gift, and you do not invest that gift. I mean, it's just discouraging to know. Sayang naman. God has given you something and you could share it to the world. Amen? You see, we are going to give an account to our God one day. Say one day. We will all give an account to God with whatever gift He has deposited in all of us. Amen? That's why it's very important God gave us different gifts to be a blessing. 
All right, say this with me again. Halo, halo. Sama, sama. <laughs> Thank you. But question we need to ask ourselves. Okay, pastor, that's great. I've heard, I've heard uh, the, that the church is like a body, has many parts, different giftings, working together. But the question remains, why do I need to volunteer? Why volunteer? Why serve? I think we need to get at the bottom of things and understand why God has opened this volunteer thing and serving thing. All right? Let's go to the, to the same verse. What's really interesting is that in that same verse, in verse 5, the Bible says that, so in Christ. Can you say that with me? So, in Christ. Think about that. It starts off, verse 5 says, So in Christ, we who are many form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given us. Now, if you read through this, this chapter, it says that if you have a gift of prophecy, let it be done according to his faith, and let him prophesy. If the gift is on teaching, then let him teach. If the gift is on generosity, then let him be generous. If the gift is serving others, let him serve. So God has given these things, all these, these things, but the, the most important reason why we serve is because of Jesus Christ. In other words, Christ is the reason why we serve. He is the common denominator. He is the, the one that holds everything together. I like that song, Jesus at the center of everything that we do. In other words, we will not be here listening to me and worshiping if not for Jesus, if not for Christ. So in Christ, that is the reason why we serve. And if there's anything that should compel us, it ought to be really Jesus Christ. As plain and simple as that. So when the Apostle Paul, again, in that, in that uh, same chapter, in chapter 12, he said a very you know, significant thing. He said this in, in, cha- in verse 1 to 2. He says, therefore, there was such a finality when he says that. He said, therefore, this is my conclusion, he says, I urge you, brothers, in view of what? God's mercy to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God, this is your spiritual act of worship. Now, when you want to serve, give, serve God and give everything, uh, the, the Apostle Paul was really appealing, please, go serve God. Be, offer yourself to God for this very reason. In view of God's mercy. And most of us may just look at that word, God's mercy, and not understand the gravity of God's mercy. Well, we will explain that later on. But let me just continue in verse 2. Paul again says, In view of God's mercy, please, please do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. See, Everything really is hinged on Jesus Christ because in Christ, understand this, in Christ we receive God's mercy. Let's look at that. God's mercy. Just, just that two words. God's mercy or the mercy of God. 
Um, it's easy to look at it, stare at it, and say, okay, Lord, thank you for your mercy. But do you really understand what the mercy of God is? Let me show you. Remember the Apostle Paul writing this epistle to the, to the Roman church, correct? And in, in chapter 12, it's like practical things. But before that, he laid down doctrinal truths or teachings that are very important. And that, in the previous verse, okay, the early chapter of Romans, he mentions about this, the doctrinal truth about God's mercy. And let's look at that. God's mercy means freedom from sin. Romans chapter 6, verse 18 says that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves to righteousness. You know, when you are, when you are a slave to sin, you are in bondage. Correct? And you see, the mercy of God, the mercy, His mercy opens your bondage. It takes out those shackles, those chains, the prison that you are in. You're like in a prison. Okay? Of course, in the Philippines, we don't have slaves anymore, but we, we're like prisoners if you are in sin. But because of what Jesus Christ has done for us, He has set us free from this. We no longer are a slave to sin. We can say no to sin. He has emancipated, freed us, so we can rejoice. This is God's mercy. Another thing about God's mercy is that God's mercy means the gift of eternal life. Think about that. If, if all of us will just die today and then that's it. I mean, what for did we have to live? I mean, what for? Why did God bring us here? Or why did somebody put us here just to die and no more? You see, understand that God's mercy is, a, is, is, is really heavy in its meaning. God's mercy means that He came here on earth, Jesus Christ, to die for our sins, free you from sins, so that you could have eternal life. We need not fear death. And that's, that's an amazing thing about God's mercy. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And this is found in Romans 6, verse 23. Another thing about God's mercy God's mercy means we have peace with God. You know, I, I, as, a, as a kid before, when I made a mistake or a boo-boo or I did something mischievous, I would just remain silent. And if my mom and my dad would ask, what happened, who did this, you know, what happened to, to our, actually I destroyed our, I kind of messed up something, an appliance and they were, they were wondering how it happened. So I was just quiet the whole time. But the agony of trying to keep something a secret is so, so, so hard. So finally, with all the sweating and all the interrogation, I said, I did it, Ma. So finally, I did. I did confess. And guess what? In that brief moment, boom, there was such a peace. It's kind of like that with God. When you come before God and you confess your sins to Him, guess what? There's this is freedom. There's this is peace. You no longer are fearing God. Because when you're in sin, you fear God. Correct? You fear Him because of what it's going to do to you. But guess what? If you confess your sins, He is faithful and will forgive our sins. So when you have received that forgiveness, God's mercy comes in and flows 
and the peace of God will come. Perfect love drives out fear. That's the kind of love our God has for all of us. And that's an amazing thing. Romans 5.1, let me just read this. Again, Paul putting on doctrinal teachings ahead. He says, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God. Through who? Our Lord Jesus Christ. That's why it's in Christ. The center of it all. God's mercy means access to the grace of God. Before, there was no access. Before you were a sinner, it was hard to come to God. Isn't it? In fact, you probably did a lot of right things to cover your bad things. If you were like me, you know, I tried to be good, but I was not. Had a hard time accessing that, that relationship with God. When I met Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, everything changed. The grace of God is there. Romans chapter 5, verse 2 says, Though or through whom we have gained access, referring to Jesus, by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. You know, the grace of God means His loving kindness. That's what we have. Praise God. Another thing about the mercy of God. God's mercy means saved from the wrath of God. Right? I am a survivor of an earthquake in Baguio City in July 16, 1990. That afternoon, my friends and I, we were in Session Road. I don't know if you know Session Road. Okay? Wala pa kasing SM nung araw. Alright? That's the only store that we had in Session Road. It's a hardware store. So we were there. Okay? I was purchasing lights and at the, between 3 to 4 p.m., I, I, I saw the, basically the floor just kind of, you know, wave and I couldn't stand on my feet and I was just tossed away. My friends and I, we ran out. We went to the, the center of the street and we saw the lamppost just go, uh, you know, do this. It was swaying left and right. And what was so scary was like the heavens, there was a loud thunder, thunderous roar. And guess what? I fell down on my knees and I asked God for forgiveness. I really thought that day would be the day I would die and meet my God. But I was in sin. We don't have to wait for the wrath of God to come. We don't know the wrath of God. That's why it is so hard to stand before a holy and just God. I'd rather have His mercy than to stand his justice. His justice is probably like that. And at that moment, I said, ah, my life is over. But praise God. He, he had, I had the grace. I didn't have to go that. And Paul was saying in Romans 5 verse 9, since we now, or we have now been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? We don't want to see that happen. Amen? Let's look at the inventory of the mercy of God. This is basically what you have in Christ. His mercy. God's mercy. Look at this. Freedom from sin. Gift of eternal life.
peace with God, access to the grace of God, saved from the wrath of God. Now think about those. And let's pause for a moment. And Paul was saying, in view of God's mercy, look at the mercy of God in your life. This is what you have. Free from sin, you have eternal life, you have peace with God, you have access to the grace of God, and you are saved from the wrath of God. And this is the very thing Paul says. Please, I urge you, brothers, in view of this, that God has already given to you in Christ, offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve God's good and pleasing and perfect will. And that's an amazing thing. Understand that we serve. We can offer ourselves to God because of God's mercy. Amen? Well, think about this. If this is not enough for you, let me challenge you with a scripture that came from Jesus himself. Jesus said that for even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Before I met, before I met Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, I was a, I was selfish, self-centered. I was the boss. I owned my own business. And volunteering or serving was not my kind of thing because I had people serve me. And occasionally, if people would ask me to volunteer, if it will involve my time and resource, and if I don't get any profit from it, I will not go. If you go ask my high school teacher or my grade school teacher, they will say the same thing because they have to assign me to get me to volunteer. They assigned me because I wouldn't volunteer. That's basically it. Okay? So, I don't know if you, if you remember those times. Diba? Nobody's volunteering. So, she, she puts you in different groups, your teacher. And then, okay, Monday cleaners. Ito kayo. Tuesday cleaners. Wednesday cleaners. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You remember that? Remember? Because nobody wanted to volunteer. Di nga naturally. And that was my way of life. I just didn't really care. All I wanted was about me, myself, and I. That was me. And when I met Jesus Christ, and I looked at this verse, there was something about it that changed drastically in my life. Because the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, decided to volunteer himself and come down here on earth. To give his life for us. I mean, that thought alone blows my mind that someone who owns, who created everything in the universe chose to become human and chose to serve us instead of us serving him. You see, I don't need to be compelled to volunteer and serve God and his people. I don't need it because of what Jesus has already done for me. The reason why I serve, in fact, I'm a pastor now, <laughs> because I was serving the church for many years. I've, 
I have been a volunteer um, on a quote-unquote full-time capacity for about five years. Um, when, when I got saved and I understood about what Jesus had done for me, everything changed. I started helping out in church. And our assembly hall was not like this. It was in a mausoleum. It's called Madrigal Arts Center near the Catholic Church. And there was no air conditioner. But I was there Sunday after Sunday helping, carrying the sound system, setting it up and packing it up, being the sound engineer. Oh, by the way, the sound system, it belonged to me. So I, I also volunteered my sound system together with me. I was there every Sunday, setting up and packing up. Then finally somebody said, you know, Saul, why don't you come join the music team, be a backup singer? And I said, okay, I'll do it. So I was setting up, do the backup, and pack up. <laughs> so that's what I've been doing. And there was such a joy that I cannot contain. Every Sunday that we did, everything that we did, no matter how tired we were going home, we did, um, as a worship team before, we did five services every Sunday. Kasi kami lang yun eh. Wala pang, you know. We did that. And we never complained because it was really a joy serving God. Um, again, the reason for that is not, I'm, not because I'm compelled to do it, but because of what Jesus has done for my life. It, it brings this heart of gratitude. Lord, thank you. You know why? Because there is no amount of time and resource that you have today that can pay for what Jesus has done for us. There is no amount, no value, whatever it is here on earth, that can repay what Jesus has done to save us. That's why out of my love and gratitude for God, I serve. My last point is this, and I hope you can take it in your heart. We serve because Jesus served. We volunteer because Jesus volunteered His whole life for you and me. Amen? Praise God. I think we have a video that I'd like you to watch. And, um, you, know, I'd like to, you know, I'd like everybody to have an open heart and an open mind today. As you watch this video, and if you feel that God is uh, speaking to your heart today to be a part of any of our ministry, please do so. Amen? Let's just watch this video. Through the heart. <laughs> we have the admin support ministry handle the registration of event participants, provide information and assist on data gathering and information management. We need people who are good at data encoding and assisting people in information and registration booths. <laughs> Volunteers provide creative support through video production, photography, graphic design and content for print, online media, and buyers church events. We call on photographers, video editors, script writers, voice talents, art directors, graphic designers, and copywriters to help us out. Every event can be enhanced by carefully crafted set designs and props that visually enrich our worship services and church events experience. 
This is what the production design industry is all about. We are on the lookout for people who know set design, artistry and carpentry, and event styling. We work in partnership with the parents, the film, and the metal kids to be the next generation leaders. With gathering character and lifelong love for the world. We need people who are able to teach, make crafts, host games, and tell stories effectively. Can Tamanas the kids music? We need people to worship and we provide music in the services and various church activities. We are holding auditions for singers, musicians, musical arrangers, and songwriters. Volunteers for the Technical and Stage Management Ministry are the ones who work behind the scenes to ensure a smooth program flow and provide the necessary audio-visual presentations to enhance the worship services and church events experience. We need event coordinators, audiovisual presentation operators, technical directors, cameramen, and stage managers. Volunteer ushers maintain order. We help people find their seats and distribute materials for worship services and various church events. We are looking for people who have a heart to serve others and are very hospitable. Can we give God a big hand? Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, I just want to take time to honor our ushers, our technical team, um, our music team, our dancers, our kids, te kids church teachers, our volunteers. Is it okay if you are a volunteer? Can you please stand up right now? And I'd just like to honor you if you are a, if you are a volunteer, music team, worship team, intercessory Yon, come on, please stand up. Come on, can we give them a big hand? Ushering, yay, come on. Come on, come on. The reality is without all these people that you see are, who are standing today, without them, we won't have our weekend services. Praise God. That's why I'd like to honor them. Um, in fact, my, my mother-in-law is also here. She's, she's, an usher, she's in ushering ministry for the longest time. My, my daughter is part of the worship team. My, my son is part of the worship team. My small daughter is part of the eating team. Okay? <laughs> She's not here. But thank you so much. You can have your seats now. Thank you very much. Praise God. Ah. That's why, you know, um, you know I, 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 I hope and pray that, you know, God has touched your heart to join us. Be a part of our team. Amen? So this is a run-through. We have our admin support. Uh, you know, we have a series of events year in and year out. We do need help in the registration and coding and etc. and etc. So if, if you have the heart for the admin, please, okay, join us. And we also have communications, okay. I, if you don't know, I not only handle worship services and events, but I also handle communications as well as part of my job, okay. And uh, plugging lang to, okay, very important to kay Jenny. Jenny's, um, you know, part of our team, okay? Kailangan namin ng web designer. If you're a web designer, we do need your help, okay? 
But anything to do with video, um, photography, script, you know, directing, I mean script, writing, voice talent, you can join us here. Amen? Then next is ushering and security. Okay? Kailangan natin ng security. Then, hindi naman kailangan ng malaking katawan. Okay lang. Basta, you know, you have a heart to serve, you can join join the ushering ministry. Of course, we have our music. Okay? Hey, music team! Wave your hand! Woo! <laughs> okay, we'll let you know about that as well. We also have our production design. This ministry wala pa tayo dito sa Alabang. Okay, we don't have yet here in Alabang. It would certainly be a, a world of blessing if you can really join and help us put up our production design team. Amen. Of course, kids will be there. Okay, ito yung uh, come on yun. Hindi na kayo kids ha? Okay. Alright. Next, technical and stage management. Okay, that's what we do here. Kersey and the rest of the team. Can you give them a big hand as well? You know, they've, they've been such a blessing with all our, with all our media. Amen. And um, lastly, not the least, definitely, among all the 15 Metro Manila churches, we don't, uh, the only one that has an intercessory team is Alabang. Tayo lang meron. In fact, the ladies in front of me, you know, they labor here before, during, and after praying for our worship services. And they're, they're in front here as well. Uh, what an amazing team. You know, we really are so thankful for you, for you ladies. Okay? Ladies, wala yung gente. Okay? So, wala, if you have your, ano, your sign-up card, it's under your seat. I mean, it's under your, well, yeah, it's there. That did sound well, okay? Okay, uh, you have your card with you, okay? Um, just sign that up. Um, oh, by the way, before we proceed, okay, if you are or when you will sign this up and join our team, we have a volunteer general orientation that will happen this Thursday. Old and new, you are invited to come and join us 7 p.m. Now, there, were, there was a couple that, that asked me, Pastor, uh, we won't be able to make it because finally they have some work. That's fine, all right? Uh, does that mean you're not counted? No, you're counted. Just, you know, but we do need you to be there as much as you can, as much as possible. You've got to be there. 7 p.m. this Thursday, all right? Now, get your card, okay, if you have a pen, and let's just walk you through this, Okay. You can see there, um, select up to three ministries you would like to sign up for. Okay? Select three. Okay? You don't have to join all three. Alright? Write one, two, and three inside the box beside the ministry name with one being the most preferred. Then second and third. Submit this form to any of our staff, to our ushers, to our ministry representative. Or if not, if you just want to put it uh, on your chair, you can do that. Or you can also go to our concierge or go out on our promo booth. You can also drop this one there. Amen. Now, I just want, I'm just so curious. How many of you are willing to volunteer? Lord, hirap na hirap na ako dito. Bus na yung laway ko. Yun lang. How many of you would like to volunteer? Oh, that's better. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. May effect din yung preaching kahit papano. Okay. Now, sign us up. Amen? All right, I'd like to ask the worship team just to come in. And let's just, let's just end in worship. Can we all do that? Can we all stand? Let's just worship God as we end this, this uh, evening.
Praise God. Um, you know, I was mentioning a while ago how, how God has changed my life from a selfish, self-centered person to understanding the love of God, to the loving kindness of God, to His mercy, and how God has, has changed this person to, to understanding the love of God and giving that love. We hope you were inspired by that message. At Victory, our services and events happen thanks to volunteers who give their time and resources to serving God and the church. If you would like to volunteer this year or renew your commitment on your current ministry, please inquire at the concierge during our weekend services. Thank you and stay connected.